Hello, and welcome back to Remixology, where we invite you to re-evaluate, re-explore, and re-empower yourself to create the greatest expression of yourself that God has designed you to be. He is giving you the power to do this. So stay tuned with us as we make an attempt to impart wisdom that we've been given and help encourage you to explore those aspects of yourself, your life, that you know you should be elevating. Today is February the 7th. So we're just shy of Valentine's Day. And I know for some, they would say, well, why are you mentioning Valentine's Day? That's a, a pagan holiday or, you know, all that good stuff. But it's not about celebrating the pagan holiday. But what I like to do with certain concepts, if you will, I like to take the the sentiment of the thing and use that for my edification. <laughs> um, you know, the sentiment is love. God is love. And so I'm going to take that, eat the fish and spit out the bone, right? I am going to take that notion of love and just explore it to, you know, my most enjoyable uh, level that I can, okay? I want to first start with, you know, God teaches us in his word that we should love thy neighbor as thyself. And in order to do so, you first have to love yourself. So I'm not speaking of loving yourself in a selfish or narcissistic tone, because those are extreme. Those are are things that are uh, over the top and and beyond. I'm speaking of a healthy sense of even self-actualization. And if you wonder what I mean by that, I mean, I don't want to insult anyone's intelligence when I speak of self-actualization, but I can give you a reference just in case you're not familiar, because none of us know everything about everything. So, um, you know, in nursing school, they train us on um, Maslow's hierarchy of needs. So when you get an opportunity, uh, I'd like you to explore that pyramid, if you will, um, you know, to identify where you may be in that hierarchy of needs and on your path to self-actualization. So um, that's what I want to dive into in the next few series, is building and strengthening your self-love. Because I firmly believe that if we do that, we create an atmosphere of bliss and happiness and um enjoyable uh, interactions, right? So 
my very close BFF, as I call her, she has, um, I've been blessed with her uh, just recently in the in this recent last, uh, let's say, couple of years. And she's just a jewel and a gem. But what I love about her is I feel like um, we just connect on so many levels of seeing each other. And I just want to, um, you know, thank her for opening my eyes to several things. But she speaks about, um, you know, just when she's been in that place of ultimate self-love. And, you know, I had gotten away, truly, after I reevaluated and, you know, just re-explored where I was, just taking inventory of myself. I had gotten away from that. That was the description that she gave, even just, you know, loving on yourself and, uh, you know, through just various self-care rituals, if you will, I had gotten away from that. Now, this is just like one of the most ludicrous things when I think about it, because even growing up as a young girl, um, as a teenager, if you will, I learned to love myself because I always felt like a very unique being or a very unique person. And because of that uniqueness, I wanted to explore my comfort and understanding of my own beauty and embellish my own beauty. None of us, you know, we're not all identical. Even an identical twin has its own, you know, kiss from God, if you will. And so, you know, we're all beautiful in our own way. And so, you know, I used to just, oh, my God, spend hours pressing my hair, learning how to press my hair, and trying new hairstyles. I remember when I was working in the uh, grocery store as a teenager, and they would have these magazines. I forget the name of them, but, you know, they'd have all these different hairstyles for African-American, you know, young ladies, and I'd go, I'd find what I like, and I'd go and explore it, and that kind of, you know, sparked the reason why I ended up becoming a barber stylist later on, but um, ultimately, I love beauty, I love the aesthetic of things, I love beautiful things, and so, you know, sometimes we can allow um the environment that we're passing through uh, at the moment to affect us instead of maintaining and affecting that environment. And so um, throughout the years, I have, you know, kind of um, found myself watering myself down and just, you know, not polishing myself as I used to. And that is a real thing. Because sometimes when we get off of our path, so to speak, um, because we, we become confused, if you will, on what our path truly is, we can get away from that self-love. And that doesn't mean the same thing for everyone. Everyone's not into makeup. Everyone's not into um, straight hair, you know. I right now am, have gone back to my natural state, 
um, of wearing my hair, but I also like it straight sometimes. I like the versatility because for me, variety definitely is spice of life. Um, so I do like those things, and I like exploring those things. And I just want to give thanks to God first, uh, the Lord Jesus Christ, my Savior, and, you know, also all of those beautiful spirits that he has um, sent my way, those that I now look at in a different perspective, um, because whether you would put the label of good or bad on the situation, I think we categorize it based on how the situation made us feel. And so good or bad, uh, they all taught me something, if I'm being honest. They all showed me something about myself. And so, you know, we can dive into those nuggets pretty soon, but you know, I just wanted to come on and just briefly talk about that self-love in this season of love, if you will. Um, when many are, you know, celebrating um, the sentiment of Valentine's Day and loving each other. But start loving yourself first so that you can properly love another, you know, because when you don't love yourself, when you're not comfortable with yourself, for example, you know, let's just say that it's about how you feel about how you show up and how you appear to others. You're going to feel insecure, and it's going to create a um, awkward energy, if you will, between you and that person or those people. And that doesn't always have to be a romantic situation. It can be friendships. It can be, um, you know, any kind of loving interaction, right? So think about that for a moment. And I'd like you to just sit there um, and marinate, you know, on the concept of, you know, where am I right now? Look in the mirror. I know for me, (laughs) this may sound really crazy, but for a while, I just didn't even like to look in the mirror. Not because I'm hideous, but just because I didn't like the way I was showing up. And what I had to realize is that is my fault. That is my, um, and if we don't want to use a negative term, because we want to keep the energy light and loving. Um, If I look at it from the perspective of that was something that I could correct or um, make better to even my own satisfaction um that's what I mean you know looking in the mirror hey hey you (laughs) and saying to myself you know am I showing up the way I want to show up when you get ready to go on a let's say it's a job interview um sure I'm sure that you look in the mirror and say hey make sure you are presenting yourself well, let's hope. Now, I know a lot of things have, wow, just kind of gone a different way um, from what, you know, my generation is used to. And, of course, you know, with the pandemic, a lot of interviews are conducted virtually. Or let's say it was a Zoom call. 
or what have you. And being in a leadership role as a hiring manager, um, you know, I had the the awesome privilege of um, experiencing some of those interviews, if you will. So with that said, the um, way that we show up to these interviews, it's almost as if there's no one, like for the younger generation, oftentimes no one is really coaching or has groomed uh, some of our younger generation on presenting themselves in an appropriate uh, professional um, presentation. So, you know, I've had that experience. Now, you know, that may be subjective uh, to someone, you know, as to what's deemed appropriate. But for me, professionalism, you know, you should, you know, have a clean, uh, pull-together you know, presentation of yourself. I've had, you know, the, and I, you know, was interviewing nurses, right? So in doing so, um, yes, we're in our home. Yes, we're trying to make the best of the situation. But you should at least select uh, a place that is going to give the best impression of yourself that you can. Um, please don't insult the interviewer by showing up, you know, with, you know, just like with a do-rag on or, you know, you're, you're like sitting in the bathroom, um, you know, I'm just venting. <laughs> you know, I've seen something, right? And the unfortunate part of that is um, with that particular individual that I was interviewing, upon talking to them and asking questions, they were actually very quite, uh, excuse me, quite, uh, you know, knowledgeable and had, you know, a great deal of intellect. But unfortunately, that presentation, you know, really says a lot about how you're going to show up. Because do you really care about um, how you are received, right? Now, that's a whole nother, uh avenue because we also talk about um, letting go of, you know, expectations that others have of us, right? But there is definitely a healthy balance. I, I'm sure you would agree. And if, if you don't agree, that's fine as well. Um but what I'm saying to you is, a lot of times, our confidence um, can be strengthened in ourselves if we feel that we are presenting the best expression of ourselves. So think about it this way. Um, well, let me just say this first before I say that. You know, this young lady, she was knowledgeable, but I also could tell that she would have a issue with uh, authority, okay, and taking direction, and that is a part of the job, you know, because we have others' life within our hands, and so, um, 
you know, there will be times when you are going to be faced with having the skill set to be autonomous enough to be safe. However, if it's identified that there is something that you may be lacking or needing more training in, you need to be able to be receptive to that training and that guidance and that direction, okay? So, you know, that applies across uh, so many spectrums because in any situation where you're operating, again, life, or as the cliche goes, experience is a wonderful teacher. And because you're constantly in a classroom, as Oprah has so wonderfully labeled, you know, you're in a life class. And so, you know, God is teaching us on a daily basis you know, just how to be better as long as we're opening ourselves to learn. And that's the key. You're going to hear that concept very, very um, repetitively is to open yourself, open your mind to experience, especially here, to experience um, another level of wisdom or another perspective of wisdom. With anything that you do, whenever you're, uh, whenever you have decided to take on new knowledge and um, be in a, 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 a learning mode, so to speak, you must humble yourself. You must take your guard down so that you can receive the information. You know, there's so many analogies I can make with that, right? So if you went to pick up something, um, a package, and let's visually think of it as wisdom, right? So, you know, but you, but, you know, you, you went to go pick up a package, you say in the real world, you ordered something, right? You asked for something. And when you go to pick it up, you don't even open the door or the trunk or wherever you plan to store the item in order to receive it. Well, okay, then what was the point, right? You have just locked out whatever it is you ordered. It showed up. It, you know, kept its end of the bargain. But now you're there and you don't receive it. It's what it is, so it's not like... It's, a, it's not like it's not what you ordered, right? So what I'm saying to you like this is, again, open the door to allow yourself to see things a different way. The world we're living in now as a whole has... Uh, there's a lot of seduction and a lot of uh, things out there that you don't want to live in, right? And you have the power over those things, right? You just have to remember that. But this is why I encourage you, start with God. Start with God. 
and trusting in him, asking him to, you know, for whatever you need. But when you ask him, you have to believe that you're going to have it. Because he said, if we abide in him and he abide in us, we can ask what we will and we shall have it. Now, we make that very complicated on so many levels, which when we complicate things, it creates clutter in your mind. And so you're not able to clearly focus on what it is you ask for. Right? And so the thing is, just take time each day. Clear your mind so that you can receive from him. Now that is different for everybody, right? Um, So I just encourage you to, again, touch bases with him in the morning. Give him your first fruit. Put him first. Because he said if you seek ye first the kingdom of God, then all other things will be added unto you. So start with that. Start with letting him be your first drink of water, living water. And then allow him to nourish you, right? In doing so, you're only going to invite his wisdom. Invite his wisdom to guide you. Thank you, Jesus. Um, again, I just encourage you to allow him to guide you. And I know that I'm saying that repetitively, but I feel like it's necessary. It's very necessary for you to receive, um, his his wisdom and guidance very necessary very necessary um, because again he works in mysterious ways as we say so a lot of times when it shows up when the wisdom shows up it may you may need him to give you a legend, so to speak, to discern or decipher it um, the way it should be seen, if you will. Um, Sometimes our minds are so clouded with the minutiae of life that we are not, we say that we're not hearing from God. But that's because we can't hear him because it's so crowded in our minds. You've got to take time and purge um, a lot of that noise. And you've also got to take time to learn how to tune out a lot of that noise um, so that you can continually hear him and see him. Um just to kind of dial it back a bit to self-love, okay? Again, love yourself 
physically, mentally, spiritually, you know, and ultimately the most important, I believe, is spiritually. That's my perspective because within us, we are a spirit being and that spiritual being, you know, connects to the outside world. That spiritual being is so powerful, but we starve it a lot of times. And so if you just feed it, again, just like having a plant, if you feed that plant, if you water it, you love on it, it's going to flourish, it's going to thrive. And if it's a fruit-bearing plant, it will give you fruit. Right? So, I want you to ponder on that for just a moment. And um, when we come back in our next episode, we'll pick up more and expound more on the self-love. Happy February. Oh, before I go, I do want to interject this. It is Black History Month. And, you know, I as an African-American woman, you know, again, I think that self-love, oh my goodness, it goes hand in hand with celebrating us as a people and a culture. Because we find so much strength when we can see just how beautiful and wonderful we are. Um, So I encourage you, no matter what's going on in the world, start with loving you and your beautiful self. You know, look in the mirror and that uniquely, wonderfully, deliciously, chocolatey, uh, uh, however, because we come in so many flavors. We're just a delicious culture in so many ways. And so I just uh, want to celebrate my sisters and brothers um, and even those who are not of our culture that show us love. We love you back and we appreciate you. And we just thank you um, for um, taking the time to experience us. Um, We know that God placed us here, created us for wonderful things, and that, oh, that's heavy, but again, love yourself, you know, from the vanilla, white chocolate, however, or, you know, if you, whatever, there's no, there's no differentiation as to one being more than the other, it's just different spectrum, or to our, our, deepest, darkest, luscious, chocolatey uh, essence. We are all so beautiful, so wonderful. And and again, when you when you learn to love yourself, you'll know how to love others and appreciate others. This is my spiel today, and I love you, and I pray your encouragement. Remixology. Talk to you later. Oh, and make this day great and better than the one before.